This is Travis Poppleton, and welcome to the Connecticut Show, where the each Connecticut week show. we give you a new look on New England. A new look on New... That was good. Have you said that before? We we say it, I think, every episode. Like, new look on New England? Is this really the first time you're hearing our no, intro? No, we can't say this every time. We, <laughs> we can't do. say this every time. We do say this every time. Thank you, everyone, for for tuning in. If you are driving on a, on a Sunday afternoon... Listening to us on WHUS, uh, welcome. Lovely I think too. we say different look. No, I, I don't think so. Because I think that's part of the charm is the new look at New England. You came up with that with yourself. Uh, this is possible, but I swear, I swear, go to previous episodes. We have been saying this. We've been saying this. We, I don't think I've said that. Okay, all right. Let me clarify. I would have noticed if I said it because it's like some smooth sounding stuff. Uh, no, it's good stuff. It is. Uh but maybe we have not been saying it, but I have been saying that I thought it was our tagline. I thought we agreed that was our tagline. I like how you say we. Yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, welcome. Where, where, wherever you are, whatever date it is, uh, if you're listening on the radio, you're somewhere, what, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. If you're listening on the podcast, you're anyway. You could be anywhere. You could be anywhere. I mean, yeah. We definitely appreciate you tuning in if you're on the radio. And if you're on the podcast, we appreciate you bringing us to you wherever you are at that time. Let's, let's work. Oh, yeah. Work or not work. Or not work. I mean, that covers everything. Yeah, let's leave it there. I was going to try to come up with a whole <laughs> bunch of places, but let's we, um, a little bit. Let's start with that because we have a winner. We have a winner for the four tickets. Winner, winner. You, you would think that we would have a sound effect for that, but why, when you could do that, when you can do that, why get a button? Yeah, I was trying to hit the button. All right. Um, we, we, but I'm not allowed to say, actually. This person asked not to be mentioned as the winner of the contest, which wow. sounds which sounds sus. I actually said this to the person. I was like, well, that's a problem because no one will believe that I'm actually giving away the four tickets. So we are, in fact... There was a winner of the four tickets to the Boston Museum of Science. Science, yes. And, and the name is <laughs> Exactly. And the contest, if you're just listening, if you're just tuning in, the contest was uh, if you feel like, because I think it was the last episode or maybe the episode before, and it must have been at least two episodes uh, ago, uh, we talked about the fact that I gave Terrence a DNA, uh, an ancestry DNA test as a gift and we wanted to know if that was a weird gift in the first person or randomized person that, and you have to listen to the previous episodes to understand that context, but whoever whoever uh, did that first um, would win the tickets, who told us whether they thought it was a weird gift or not. That said, they did, actually. They thought it was a very weird gift. Uh, they thought hmm. that maybe I should not have given that to you. You know, I thought it was weird that you told me to drop off the samples to your house. <laughs> but besides that, I didn't think it was weird. It was just it was just to expedite the process. I, I it seemed totally sane to me at the time. Um so yeah, so that puts to bed. That puts to bed the question of two episodes ago, is it weird to give someone an ancestry DNA kit for Christmas or, or for any holiday? Or any DNA kit. Um yeah, 23 and me, whatever the whatever the the kit 
it is weird. Now you know. So yeah, now we've settled it. We've also settled uh, the winner, and congratulations to you, said winner. Beep. And uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Obviously, so good start. Good start. Yes, we got something in. Uh, I do wonder. Did we get any other people? Any Why? other email? Why would you ask that? Why would you ask that? Because I'm trying to figure out if our listeners just don't like emailing us, or if people just don't like museums of science. <laughs> Which one do you think it is? I will. I will say this. I was. I was a little disappointed at the number of entries for the contest. Okay, that is true. Uh, the small number of entries to your question. Is that because people hate science or is that because people hate email? I think it's science. I mean, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? People just dislike science. That's what I'm going to go with because it makes me feel better. What did science ever do to you? What did science ever do to you? Or not do for you. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, there's no contest Mm. for that. But Mm. please email Mm. us because we know you love that. Go ahead and email us and tell us your thoughts on why, why you hate science. Send me a text. 860 no. <laughs> Send it at info at show. Uh, email us anytime with any thoughts, any questions, info at connecticut.show. Also, big shout out to Bon Bon Vivant. For always, bringing us in. Yes, yes, yes. Always bringing us in. They're in if you are in NOLA in April, they're going to be a jazz fest. Can't tell you to check them out because that's, uh, that's against the radio rules, but we like them. They're like cool. Them. I'm not going to be in NOLA, but if I was, I'd go, but... I'm sure you y'all do. don't care that much. All right. Because you didn't email us. The show. My feelings are hurt, you all. Listeners, my feelings are really hurt. I really need you all to start emailing and calling in. I'm about to cry here. All right. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about one piece of the show today. Um, and, and I want you to remind me because I don't want to go past it, and it's totally like me to go past it, but I don't think I will. When we get to, so, so listeners here, we are finally doing the Gilmore Girl episode and i want to talk before we get to gilmore girls even even possibly more exciting yukon final four we're going to come to that but i wanted to say like this you this gilmore girl episode pretty pretty highly requested that we talk about the the towns that influence the show gilmore girls so we're going to get to that in just a minute yes terrence i want to show that i have heard about numerous times but have not watched yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have seen, I have seen collectively, um, because there are people in my family who are big fans. Right. I may have like walked through a room when it was on. Um, there were some previous friends who were big fans and had talked about it a lot. Collectively, over years and years and years of time, I may have seen enough footage to constitute one episode. Not the same episode. But I imagine maybe, are they 30 minutes or 60 minutes? Because of the 30 minutes, definitely I've seen one episode's worth. Uh, we were not the people to do this show. <laughs> okay, so we were not the 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 audience that was going to bring you an authentic Gilmore Girl experience. Um, the friend that I went with, and we'll talk about her in just a minute, um, was a Gilmore Girl fan, mm-hmm. but would not be on the show. Ah. Why don't people want to come on the show, you think? What I do appreciate, though, is she said, there's no way I'm coming on your show, <laughs> which was much better than, of course, I'll come on the show, and then 10 minutes before canceling, which has happened in the we, past We've as well. had that a couple of times, too. So, is it the intimidation factor? 
I think it is. When they hear your voice, it probably is like, yo, I can't go on the, come on the radio and compete with that. I cannot wait to get to the story, but I want to start Terrence because I know nothing about sports or very little about sports. E.O. Smith, baby. No, it's not E.O. Smith, but we could talk E.O. Smith. UConn is in the final four. Yes, but more important than that. More important. Shout out to E.O. Smith High School Girls Basketball winning the 2023 state championship in Mohegan Sun on March the 19th. Very good game. They beat Pomerog. I, I probably pronounced that wrong. I did realize there are a ton of schools in Connecticut with the colors of red and black because when we went to the game, the other team had on red and black, and they also had a Panther mascot. It was mad confusing, but the right team did win. Uh, one young lady really tried to shoot them back into it, was hitting threes and pointing at them. I didn't think you could do a gun in high school. Wow. I swear I swear she did this one a couple of times when she hit threes. He's, he's making a gun motion, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, But great game. They battled it out. You, excuse me, E.O. Smith pulled it out at the end. Just wanted to give y'all a special shout out from the Connecticut show. You all killed the game. If uh, if Terrence just dropped for one second, that was my fault. Travis really want me to stop talking about E.O. Smith. <laughs> Goodness knows why we're going on about E.O. Smith. I just cut it. I was <laughs> like, with the, wait, wait too much. We're cutting that line. Uh, no, I do apologize for that. With that said, though, Congratulations, E.O. Smith. I did not know that they played at Mohegan Sun. That's big time. Yes, That yes. is where the women's NBA finals were this year. So that's yes. it's an honor. It's a city of champions over yeah. there at Mohegan Sun. But also, bringing it back to stores, basket, basketball capital of the world right now. We're doing pretty well. You got state champions at E.O. Smith. And on the same campus, more or less. If y'all don't know this, E.L. Smith High School is more or less on the campus of UConn. We bring it across. We have our women who, although they lost in the Sweet 16, no, what was it, Sweet 16 or Elite 8? I don't know. This is they, I'm, I'm all they lost in the you. Sweet 16, they still won the Big East regular season and Big East tournament. And the men, of course, have made the ranking that they got earlier as number one and number two that they had for a while, made it into a, a reality of being the regional winner and being in the final four, getting ready to play to go to the national championship. No, that's fantastic. Champions, I tell you, champions. Okay, can we be honest about this for a second though? I, how I didn't pick neither one of them to make it? No, so first oh. of all, okay, so let me, let me be honest from my side. Um, I didn't know our men were good. I had no idea. I always thought like the women, the the Yukon women were top notch. Clearly. Nobody questions that. They are. They, in fact, this is the first time I think you just said since two thousand eight that they've not been in the yeah. final four. Yes, sweet sixteen. It's it's sad because it, being with success just breeds such apathy. Yeah. Towards yeah. Yeah. towards our, towards what is really a good season and winning your conference championship. And making it to the Sweet 16, but you've seen that the past couple of years where people have been questioning with women's basketball here, it's the dynasty over. And it's like they've made the Final Four all these years. They just haven't won a championship in a couple of years, but right. they've been winning their conference championships. They've been winning the region. We've getting to the Final Four. They played in the championship game last year against an excellent South Carolina team, yeah. who's excellent again, by the way. Shout out to Don Staley and Aaliyah Boston, killing the game. But 
it's just amazing. Like when you have the expectation, anything <laughs> less is like, eh, yeah, right. but it's like a yeah, but and it's, I, I, you know, it's just it's just funny being here and like how that you want the success, but then you know maybe it'll make it that much better when they do win again. What other school wouldn't be like over the moon to have been in the final four since 2008 to make the sweet 16 to win their conference? Like everyone, but because it's, because it's the women, the Yukon women, exactly. it's like, man, they're just, they're really letting us down, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which is my point. Like I've always known that the Yukonian women, do we go by Yukonian? I hope so. Yeah, that sounds we, right. do, we do now. Yeah. The Yukonian women, the women of Yukon basketball. Um, now you sound like kind of like Southern California, the women of Troy. The you women, just try to put that play on there, the women of Yukon. The women of Yukon basketball. The Yukonian women of Yukon. Go ahead, I'm listening. That, that is a legacy that is unquestioned. Absolutely. Because of that, I just assumed our men were not going to hit that level. So I was shocked. I was shocked. I was in a, a small restaurant. Uh, I saw Gonzaga against Yukon, and this, this is what I said. I said, oh, hey, great, our, our men are still in it. I wonder where we are. Like, this is how close I've been following it. I had no idea this was for the final right. four. This might have been the second round for all I knew. And I was so proud of our men, like, you know, like doing the good job, guys. And uh, and Terrence is like, no, our men are really good. So so help anyone else like me, help me understand, like, what's the history of the of the men's basketball? <laughs> so they have won a national championship before. And I'm laughing because earlier when I said that, Trevor, he was like, what? <laughs> yeah. They won one? And I was like, no, they won four. Right. So... Yeah, UConn's basketball is in elite company. Honestly, um, I believe going off the top of my head, this is their sixth Final Four. They've won, they've won four championships, so they are in very elite company. Um, they've really been good since the mid nineties that I remember, and I do I remember that because Ray Allen, who Ray Allen, excuse me, who's an icon here, of course. They were going to Elite Eights and winning Big East Conference Championships back then when the Big East was really the Big East. And not, and actually, the Big East had an excellent season as far as the conference this year with the teams that two teams made to the Sweet 16 and all that teams um, lasted a long time. Actually, two teams made it to the Elite Eight. I think Creighton and UConn, I do believe. So, anyway... <clears throat> they have been good for a while. Their first championship was in 99. Then they won in 2004. In 2004, that was the first time that a, a men and women's team from the same institution won national championships. Buck wild on the campus. Helicopters flying over, trying to calm the students down then. And then they won in 2011, led by number 15, Kimball Walker. So you can look this up. That was the year that Kimball Walker did the infamous step back on the on the big man that stepped out, gave him a couple of moves, stepped back, hit the winning jumper on Pittsburgh, iconic moment there, and he went on to be most outstanding player of the tournament that year in 2011, and then left us to go to Charlotte to get a job at the bank. Now I just played for Charlotte Hornets for years and was last with the New York Knicks, I do believe, but great player, cool cool guy. Cool that, guy. Indeed. That same year, Shabazz Napier played, held his first year here, and he was a pivotal part in that championship team. Later on, 2014, they won another championship, his senior year. 
So I think they are at least here some of the first players to kind of book in book in it like that. Another another player like from Germany. I'm going off the top of my head. I think his name was Niels. And Niels G. I forgot his last name. And Tyler Olander, who's actually from Stores, played at E.L. Smith, were also on that team in 2011 and 2014 that won championships. So they've had some, and they have a rich history of, I should say this before I go on, rich history of just putting players in the NBA. UConn. Uh, yes. Okay. Rudy Gay, Ray Allen. You heard of Ray Allen, right? No. Jesus, no. Jesus Shuttleworth. That's a that's a rad name. I've not heard of any of that. This is oh. all news to me, Terrence. Show's over. The show's not over. This is why we have you. This is exactly the 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 ebb and flow. The you gotta watch. You the... you gotta watch. He got game now. Okay. He got game. Spike Lee joined. All right. I'll watch yeah. it. But assigned homework. That came that came out. I think after Ray Allen's rookie year. But Ray Allen, who's a Hall of Famer, um, before that. They had um, Clifton. Oh, I can't think of his name now. You have me so thrown. <laughs> but Donnell Marshall also went here, like decade-long NBA player. Fast forward, Rudy Gay, um, Kimba Walker, Shabazz. Just uh, we have quite a few players in the pros and who've been like steadfast there for a while. A lot of players who played overseas. Um, yeah, so a good we have a good history. Jim Calhoun was actually the coach before that, so he started that legacy here really of the team winning and doing really well. And he left here and went to start a program at St. Joseph's in Hartford. Started the first men's teams there, but I love that you're just doing this, that this is all off the top of your yeah. head and you're just like you're just sailing through this. This is yeah. all second nature to you. I've been that means I've been here too long. And Kevin Ali actually won the fourth championship in 2014. Excuse me, the fourth championship in 2014. So, again, pretty rich history here. Then Dan Hurley came in, I think, not long after. Not long after they won the championship. But Dan Hurley been here, I think. Dan Hurley's been here for like five years now, I think. So I think he's did a good job of getting the team back to this level, recruiting, and having us here again. But... I think the weird thing about UConn and people may disagree. We're not one of those teams that usually not lately, at least that make the elite eight every year or, you know, I always felt like we're more of a develop, develop the players type type program. And I say that because we're not, we're not necessarily in the hunt every year. Like, we 99, 2004, 2011, 2014. So those are kind of close. But in between there, sometimes it seems like there's some lulls where I've been here. And, you know, fans can be fair weather where they're like, oh, the men are terrible. And they're like, you know, 22 and 10 maybe. But they're not terrible. But they know they're not going to challenge that year. And, and we have had some pretty bad losing seasons in between. So now that we're back, I'm sure the fans are ready to, Tear the club up. Don't tear the club up, please, fans. Okay. Stores or students. But, yeah, we, we're we good. We, we're a well-known program. I would say we're a blue blood. What do you mean by that? Uh, that if you cut, get cut, your blood comes out blue. Okay. Because of lack of oxygen. 
Okay. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Blue Bloods are considered programs, your status quo, really good programs. Like North Carolina, Duke, uh, yeah, I was Kentucky. Like those programs that you always hear about being good in basketball. We are, I would think Gonzaga is one now. We're we're up there. Again, it's only if I'm doing this off the top of my head, you can you can fact check me. I would say the teams with more national championships overall than UConn would probably be UCLA, your hometown. Yep. Because they have what, fourteen? I'm not sure. They have a lot. When John Wooden was there. You have probably Duke. Duke, I think, has five. Who else? I don't think it's UNC. But uh, I think after that, like it's probably three or four teams that have more championships than. than I UConn. appreciate you looking at me like I was going to offer anything. I yeah, I, that's why I challenge you to look it up. Oh no no, no 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 no, <laughs> got nothing. All this technology around this, so yeah. So, so you you sound like a fan. You know your stuff. So I this, follow a little bit. I, I have to because at times working on campus, we have to be ready for them to shut this campus down. All right. So this is a great lead into what I wanted to point out, which is uh, when I said, oh, like, you know, we hope we win or something like that. You're like, eh, <laughs> eh, I, I'm, I'm okay if they lose this game. I'm okay <laughs> if they don't go so to the let, finals. Let me... Yeah, you may want to clarify this, but the, so... the thing that I heard... Terrence say <laughs> was I'm okay if I'm okay if our men are done and they don't go any further in the tournament and I was like wait like because the question I asked you the question I asked you was what happens to this little town we are in a very little small town here what happens to this little town if our men win March Madness right and then that's when you were like you, you showed me some video of a bar and you're like that. They're gonna they're gonna tear up campus. I'm okay. I'm okay if they don't win. Yeah. I'm okay if this is as far as we go. So let me point out the sexism in this. When the women have won, I have been on campus and you could hear a pin drop. Uh, that's I think too I, bad. I happened to pick that up. I happened to pick up the phone and it's like, oh, they did win. And but when the men win or go. We just get buck wild. And I'm not saying people don't celebrate. And I don't want them to have riots on campus when anybody wins. I want to be clear about that. But I think that's always something funny to point out when this team has stupidus made that what stupidus success. Wait, is that a word? No, I just made that up. That's a fantastic made up word. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm trying my best. It's kind of like, what's your word? Uh, if you're going all the way back to bucolic, I swear I didn't make that up. It's a yeah, real, I'm pretty sure you did. Real pretty sure you did. <laughs> Anyhow, and you just don't celebrate. You just don't celebrate it the same. And people get so hype when the men are good versus when the women are good. And our women, by far, have. I mean, there are times where our women's team itself is a professional team. Like I would dare say, when Brianna Stewart was here, her. Between, especially between her sophomore junior year, Brianna Stewart, superstar MVP of the league, of WNBA, plays for Seattle. Oh no, plays for New York now, I believe. She came back to the side of the coast, but I would dare say that that team, with some of the people they had, could have played in the pros. Like Very cool. they've been that good, and no one celebrates. 
Right. It's not celebrated the same. And I just think that's the plight of just sports and paternalism, sexism. Very, we look at it, very but, serious topic. Very serious. Yes. I'm glad you're bringing it up. I, and I mean this sincerely 80%, but there's a 20% of me that cannot forget that you were, that you are not mentioning the question I asked you was, why do you want our men to lose? And then uh, you, you have, you have brilliantly like taken that to the right and talked about a very important topic. I, I'm glad we got to it, but can we go back to the part have, where you, you have want... brilliantly? Yeah. So my point <laughs> My point in that. So I'll get yes. to it instead of trying to get off the topics. Okay. Just in case some people listen, especially any basketball players out there or former basketball players that happen to know me or know my voice. And appreciate you listening. But so working on campus in the past, and I've worked in residential life here. And to be in the residence hall, just on campus in general, anybody, you the Yukon police, anybody to see this campus when we win. Oh my goodness. Like it was either 2011 or 2014. Those are the two championships I've been here for. They were climbing up light poles, tearing light poles down on campus. Somebody took one of the light poles and shattered a glass in one of the, I think in the business building. Wow. It was, it's bananas. I've cars literally being flipped over. Wow. Um, I remember there was a student one time, and I forgot the student's name, but I want to say Pro- was in probably the shouldn't bring up the student's name. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, w- I wasn't gonna bring it up, but <laughs> even if I did remember it, to be clear, yeah. Um, a lot of FERPA around that. FERPA is higher ed's form of HIPAA, by the way, if people didn't know that. But fl- flipping over cars, uh, it, it, it's just it's a crowd you wouldn't want to be around. Um, you know, kind of like the other cities when they win a NBA or a football championship and they start partying, it, it happens here and just that mob mentality. So as a person who sometimes works on campus, I will not be this time, but who works on campus, just that stress is like, oh, I really want them to do well. <laughs> B-U-T. Right. If they don't, I won't be happy that we didn't have to double up duty. So that was my point. It's like, you know, it's the yin and the yang. Right. All right. Well, that that is a that is a complete coverage of not only uh, the success and the story and the history behind UConn, the basketball legend, the 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 crowns that that we we continually achieve and hold here. Fantastic. Thank you. But also, what's wrong with the town and what's wrong with the university when we win? Um, hey, calm down, guys. It's all right. Just high five or something. You... The, the town's probably okay, except the students. Yeah, well, the students, yeah. Students, yeah, yeah the... Stay in town. Yeah, the students. They're probably like, yay. The, the town is like, the town's like, yay. Students are like. <laughs> the town's like, yay. They're like, tear the club up. Tear the uh, club up. I'm imagining our street. Uh, I'd be like, "Hey, Terrence, do you hear the guys one?" He'd be like, "Yeah," like that would be us. That would be the town. That's the yes. level of the town. Very different from what apparently what's happening here on campus. Overall, good year for UConn athletics so far, though, right? Yeah, for sure. Bowl game for the football team. Who I love me and Travis yeah. are steadfast. Me, Travis, and neighbor Dave. <laughs> 
And who we want to get on this show. Yeah. I, I can do his voice and act like I'm Dave. But <laughs> um, we did a very, they did a very good job this year. We've been good fans. We've been good fans for the football team. Yeah, we have. Except when I go, they lose. Uh, but this this year was fantastic. They didn't yeah. like. I would have been fine if they had just doubled their win record. But they they played well. They got to a bowl game. I was very proud of them. Yeah, great year for <laughs> UConn. Uh, by the way, by doubling the win record, that meant they would have only won two games. Yeah, but, but I still would have been happy about it. Yeah, instead they won six, so they sixed it. So the word, better word, not great, huh? What's that? They they did won six times as many as they did last year. Yeah. So what's oh did you sixed it? I don't know. Is that a is that a is that a connotation to that? I don't know. Sexed it? No, nah, that don't sound that don't sound great. No, <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this, but yeah. you know how you did that right turn last time. This might be that moment to use your make a left. Yeah, let's do something there. Um, track and field team, conference champions also. Yeah, you were just in Atlanta for for not the Yukonian track and field. Morehouse team. relays. Yeah. Shout out to Morehouse. Congratulations to Coach Hill and Coach Dumas for putting on the great Morehouse relays. Shout out to President Thomas for making it happen out at Morehouse. Uh, first time we had Morehouse relays in like nine years. So it was a good time. It was. So I want to bring this back to New England. But Atlanta's is still a beautiful city, beautiful weather down there. Got to see some great friends. Had friends that came from Cali, friends from Maryland, friends in town. One of my, one of my best friends and big brothers from in town. And from South Carolina came through, so it was great. Didn't get to see everybody I wanted to, but I think the alumni came, really pitched in, and helped make the meet happen. Um, and I didn't know it was a scoring meet, but Morehouse actually won the meet, so now it was great. It was great. Um, just it's just a great vibe, almost like a track track and field homecoming for sorts for as far as Morehouse. Uh, <clears throat> but it was funny as I'm talking to people there. And I swear people, you know, know I'm still in Connecticut. But every time they say, Terrence, where you at now? I'm in Connecticut. What? <laughs> How'd you get way up there? It's like, well, I drove. I flew down. I flew down for this flying back, but I drove in the first game. But, you know, their their connotation, of course, is why in the world are you, did you go to Connecticut? Now, like I, I work at this, I worked at the school. You know, hanging out. Have, I love that you downplay there. it. You're like, oh, it's the, I got a job there. There's nothing I could do. I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah, well, that's no how, way out. <laughs> that's how they make it sound. Though it's like, so a friend of mine called called to check on check on me, and we were talking about Morehouse Relays, and he's like, "Where are you at now?" I said, "Connecticut." He said, "His answer <laughs> was like in Connecticut." He was like, "I didn't know Connecticut had cities." And I don't know if he just pictured me always staying in the big city. <laughs> that was his answer. I, I didn't know Connecticut had cities. And I was like, well, we don't have any big dots, you know, like on the maps. They have a big dots or big stars for like the larger metropolitan areas. Connecticut doesn't have any big dots. Like when you look at Los Angeles on the map, it's going to have like a big dot representing that it's Los Angeles or other towns, Houston, big dot, Atlanta, bigger dot. You look at Connecticut. We're gonna have like a small dot for our metropolitan areas, but so was that was that commentary on Connecticut or was that commentary on you? Like, why would he immediately think that you have to be in a city? I think it was on Connecticut. All right, 
Still, but, what what a random thing to say. Like, what a random, hey, I'm living in Connecticut. Connecticut doesn't have any cities. Like, where, where did you think you were living? Just one big state. <laughs> just, no towns. What are you saying, Connecticut? Just, what town? Connecticut, Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. It's just Connecticut. It's all Connecticut. Zero 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 town zip 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 code zero zero six two six. All right, that that is the but, perfect segue though for our Gilmore Girls travels. Represent, let's go, G girls. All right, you ready for this? How was it? No, th- that's not what I care about. This is the story I really want to tell you. Uh, way back, way back at the beginning of the show, um, your wife and my favorite guest of the show, second. No, definitely favorite guest, but maybe tied because we've only had two guests, and I feel like that's suddenly commentary on both premier guests. I think Mark would also say yeah. that Felda's show was better. Uh, all right, I'll give you whatever that means. What I will say, a favorite guest. Um, when uh, she heard our first episode, she commented on my voice being a little bit radioy, and you were you were feeling down on that. That's not what she said. She said. Travis's voice is a little bit radio-y. That's not what Pretty she said. Pretty sure that was the adjective she used, radio-y. No. Yeah. Yeah, she may have said that. She also said Travis's <laughs> voice sounds really good. He has a really nice voice. Okay, I've, I'm so happy and for this She basically episode. said I had a really beep voice. <laughs> I beeped that out. I know I've been beeping a lot, but that one's real. I, I do want to use an expletive there because she didn't comment on my voice, nor my commentary. Now I know I know we've had an episode where someone did comment on your voice and it was nice. It was I can't remember what the comment was. It's been a while. I can't even remember who it was, but can't I remember remember what the comment doesn't was. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It all goes away right now. So um so here's the backstory of this. Um I am I'm currently doing some graduate work in creative writing. Finished a, a small YA book. I need to I need to redo it. it needs another draft or nine, right? But also uh, met another writer in this program, in the, in the graduate work, and we have started uh, a small series of middle grade books, right? He's cheating on me, y'all. No, 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 no. Although, although this was the person that did not want to do the show. So, yeah. So, um, we happen to be setting it in a small Gilmore Girls-esque town, I'm assuming, based on what, what she said. Mm-hmm. She said, "Like, oh yeah, yeah, we, you know, the town that we're presenting, that we're creating, very much like Gilmore Girls. We should go see those towns. Perfect, great idea, right? We should go do that. Great idea. All right. So I was like, great, because we we've been meaning to talk about this forever. This will work for the podcast. We can also do some research to the podcast." She says something to the effect. And by the way, while Terrence was talking, I was feverishly looking at my phone. Um, because there was a text where she said something to the, and I can't, this is not an exact quote, but it's pretty darn close. I love listening to Terrence's melodious tenor voice on the podcast. I mean, Terrence. I don't believe that now, to be honest. I, I heard you. I heard you. It's just no. hard to believe it. But I got to tell you, I, now I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. It was probably even better than that. Because uh, those do sound like me adjectives, but it was something darn close to that. I also want to mention, uh, no comment on my voice. It wasn't like, oh, you two have very radio-y voices, that very neutral, generic thing that your wife said. Um, but it was, it was like a, this is, that is a, that is a classy radio sound coming from Terrence. So, to be petty, 
I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you know how it feels now. Oh, very, very nice. Very nice. I, I do appreciate that. Um, no, I just thought you'd appreciate the, the compliment. I, I do appreciate that. And if we're keeping numbers, that's two for you and, and one for me. And I need to get this. I will, I'm going to rewind. I'm going to get now my favorite listener some swag <laughs> for making that comment. Fair enough. Thank Fair you enough. very much. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening also. All right. Favorite guest. Favorite. Excuse listener. me. Favorite listener. Yeah. And favorite guest too, because you don't even have to come. You can just come in here and chill out. You don't have to say anything. You are the favorite guest. Invite at any time. All right. I guess you can't go back from that. And not only that, not only that invitation, but you heard it in the most melodious tenor voice that you will uh, soon hear. All right. So Gilmore Girls. Let's talk Gilmore Girls. I was very happy to extend that compliment though. I know nothing about Gilmore Girls. The daddy from... What's the name of the show? This Is Us was in Gilmore Girls. The dad from This Is Us was in Gilmore Girls. Mm -hmm. Now you're just making this an impossible riddle for me. So in, wait, the dad is the guy from, um, is that the that, show? Tell you how much, his name is, is name Milo? Uh, dude, we're, you're, after the sports thing. This guy. That guy was in Gilmore Girls? Yes. Gilmore Girl fans, go ahead and email us. Let us know if the dad from This Is Us was in Gilmore Girls. Terrence, who has never seen an episode. I, who over the course of like 10 years have seen maybe one episode pieced together in some Frankenstein manner, are now making definitive uh, declarations about what did and did not happen on the show. What I know about the show, this is very important. What I know about the show is whenever I tell someone I'm from Connecticut, it is, it is very common, I'm saying whenever, but it is very common for them to be, is it just like Gilmore Girls? I think the show Gilmore Girls did more for marketing Connecticut than any other thing in the last 20 years. Oh, last 20, okay. I mean, I know there's like White Christmas back in the day and that's like everyone's favorite holiday movie except mine, I think it's so boring. Um, never heard of the movie White Christmas, I'm not gonna lie. You, from my perspective, you're not missing out. But I think that might get some angry emails if we're really fishing for emails. It is, <laughs> it is, it is dang boring as far as holiday movies go. That one is a snooze. And um, but but White it's, Christmas it's, and 1954. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a holiday classic. That is good. And maybe they go to one of these three towns. The legend is, I know this much. The legend is that while staying in a an inn or a motel, I don't know what they have there, in Washington Depot, the creator of Gilmore Girls came up with the idea from Gilmore Girls and then based the town, which is a fictional town called Star Hollow or Stars Hollow, not entirely sure, on the, the three towns. Here they are. So if you are coming to New England for your Gilmore Girls experience, these are the three towns you need to write down. Number one. Number one is Litchfield. Litchfield. Number two, Washington Depot, where it all started. Washington Depot. And three, I told you at the beginning, and for the life of me, I can't remember. It's New... Canaan? No. Haven? No. New, is it? New Brunswick? Is, nope. that, a, is that a place? That would be a <laughs> We're going to come back to that. 
Uh, there's a third one. It's New something. New Bedford? No, but New Bedford is in... I don't remember you saying it at the beginning of the show. This is how, again, this is how much we really watch Gilmore Girls. I thought I had the three. I thought this, this, I, I feel so shamed after you went off on that historical UConn men's basketball. Um, you, you look at three cities that it's based off. New, I mean, I was just there. Gilmore Girls. Oh, you know how I would know? Because it's on our Insta site. So if you go and follow Whoa! us on Insta. Way to bring that around. Yeah. Then I'm sure that I tagged. So there's Litchfield. Um, yeah, I got nothing. All right. So it, it didn't work out at all. There's a new one. Starts with new. It's right next to it. New Milford. New Milford. That's it. Yep. That is it. So new Milford. Boom. Washington Depot. And Litchfield. Those are your three towns. And I'm going to take you through each of them from my perspective, because I can't take you from a Gilmore Girl perspective, because I can't tell you what you did and did not see. I don't know what was an homage. I did see Terrence just held up his phone and there's a little gazebo. I did see that gazebo. This well, gazebo was in South Carolina. No, <laughs> it, it could have been that, that exact gazebo. Is, that's that's yes, New Milford. Is, yes. Okay. So New Milford has, I would say, probably the most gazebo-y uh, <laughs> of the of the gazebos that you might be looking for, I don't know. I, I really I'm, I'm I'm reaching here. I don't know anything about. The we show. does if what, what was my word? That's three words that y'all need to catch on this episode. Radio e. Yeah. Was this? I I have no idea what your word was, but it was fantastic. Super super friendless. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty good. Rewind. Rewind. So you can catch that word. Write write them down, you all. All right. Dictionary worthy. New Milford. Uh, so that's where that's where we start. And first of all, I have given New England some grief about Mexican food, how there is none here, and that, that we have, what is our, Joe's or something? Moe's? Moe's? <laughs> I mean, goodness. Goodness. Really bad. Like, just terrible. Like, just shameful. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself, New England, for whatever you call Mexican food, except in New Milford. There is a taco shop just right off the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and we went in there expecting the usual run of the mill, new England, Mexican food. And it was, um, the, my, my writing partner mm-hmm. from Texas, I'm from Southern California. We were both blown away. Word. So, so good. So if there's any reason to go to new Milford, it is because it's the only place so far in all of new England I found that has good Mexican food. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. You go. That's funny because you, I, and Neighbor Dave were talking about that one day, how hard we it were, was to find yeah. like genuinely good um, food, well, good Mexican food. So we got you got to take me there now. I do. Let's do it. Let's do it. We should do a show from there. I was actually, I honestly, we stopped afterwards and just said, you are the first place we found that actually serves uh, anything that we would consider good. Um, and... I almost asked then, you should come on the show. We'd love to talk to you. Like, we'd love to. Why didn't you? Oh, yeah. Because last time you were nice to somebody, they. Last time was nice. They threatened you to bring the husband and beat you up. Didn't even want to know if that person had a husband. It was okay. Right. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but also, New Milford's like a hipster town. Like, so there's a little toy shop, and there was a, a 20, mid 20 something with a pink sweater that showed a little kitten 
And on the kitten, it said, uh, like, terrifying beyond all reason, or whatever the quote is from um, Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Only, you know, like, only 10 people in the world would know that. I mean, it, you have to be an Emperor's New Groove fan, right? Which, how how many people are really that much of an Emperor's New Groove fan that they would recognize the kitten that is in the show for, like, two minutes and then associate it with another quote from the movie? Like, it was that kind of town where they just, they they, they knew their pop culture. They dressed uh, fine. Like, everybody was to the nines. But in a, in a very stylized, if you were making a comic book and drawing a bunch of different characters to make that mm-hmm. town interesting, that was the normal walking through Milford. I was totally blown away. I loved it. Probably my new favorite town in, in New England. Ah, good stuff. I got to stop by. I met some people from there, but... I did not know this. Now, I said New England. I mean Connecticut. Mass Mass has some cities I really love, and so does, I mean, Portland. We're, we're not, New England was too broad. But for Connecticut, it's my new favorite city. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I was more surprised. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, wow. Because so, Boston's been your big one so far. Yeah, for sure. And and then there's actually some really great side towns there, too. And Green is some great Boston baked beans. How were they, by the way? They were pretty good, but I'm not going to front. It left me craving for gas station baked beans, which I can't find anymore. <laughs> In case from a previous episode, you remember I totally broke my promise to get uh, Terrence Boston baked beans. That promise was kept finally, yes. and I did I did actually buy him some. Yes, brought them, delivered them to my door. They may not have tasted as good because I got them in Concord, which is a suburb. Uh, it wasn't Boston proper. You got to hit the streets to get good Boston baked beans. We'll try again. We'll try again. Indeed. Um, Keith, so, Mark, tell me where to get good Boston baked beans from. Y'all are from there. Yeah, Keith. Info at Connecticut.show. Or or just text Terrence. Yeah, text me on the group text. <laughs> um, Washington Depot. Adorable little bookshop there. Why do towns have depot and center at the end of them so much? Here. So you're asking me that like I like I would know the answer. And maybe yeah, I should have looked that weird. up. Maybe I should have looked that up. I got nothing though. But Depot, Washington Depot. Washington What's up with that Depot. Town? Sound like a good place. There was uh there was a little a little bookshop there called the Hickory Stick Bookshop. The Hickory Stick. Cool bookshop. They were having an author there uh reading at four o'clock. Um that was about the only thing I remember from that town. Washington Depot was like one block wide of things that I could possibly remember. It it didn't seem, go ahead. I, I, I Googled Hickory Stick. Yeah. Oh, no, excuse me. I, I Googled the town. Uh-huh. And the first thing that, one of the things that popped up first was the Hickory Stick book bookshop. I think that's the only thing to do in that town. I, I don't know that you can call it a town. There was the center, very cool, like little historic fill. Mm-hmm. I have no idea where she stayed. It was it wasn't a town; it was like a block called Washington Depot. What they did have across the street from the Hickory Stick Bookshop was um, a little like gift shop, and in the window of the gift shop, it said Star Hollow. So it was right. it was very clear that they knew who they were. Right. Yeah. That was like the one obvious reference to we are Gilmore Girl headquarters. Star Hollow. Or stars. I can't remember. Yeah. Related to the show, though. 
Definitely yeah, rep- a, represent a the reference. Gilmore Girl culture. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. I gotta go back and watch this show now. Maybe, maybe I ask my youngest one if she wants to watch it. Yeah, you do that. Tell me how it is. Excuse me, my oldest. Third town, and that's as much as I could possibly say about Washington Depot. Probably a nice drive-through. There was a town between Washington Depot and Litchfield that I was quite fond of that I can't remember. It starts with an A. If you're going up the road, you'll see it. Very mm-hmm. artsy town. And like this strip of four towns was cool. Like if now, if anybody says, what should I do in Connecticut? I would probably point them to these four towns. I'll also note they're very small, right? It's not like, oh, here's, here's something to, to fill up a weekend. Right. But go stay in one of those towns and do a day trip around that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that would do Connecticut proud. Those are four, four good towns. Litchfield um, was adorable. Like just straight up. Uh, there's this little shop. I'm going to show Terrence. It's on the, it's on the Insta site. So if you go out to the Insta account, see. it's like a room, like barely a room. It's called Littleish, and it's got like high end collective collectible toys. But it's adorable, and the and the whole town kind of follows this really quaint, um, idyllic shop for shop. It's just it's 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 quite lovely. It's just a lovely little town. We went to another place there called Peaches and Cream Ice Cream. Really good. Can't beat that. Cherry ice cream with some hot fudge. Change your life. No, you can't beat it unless you're lactose intolerant. Do they have sorbet? They do. Oh, okay. Great I, place. Great place. I have no idea if that's true, but I just <laughs> I absolutely wanted to give the endorsement. In a way that you don't have to go because that's, that's we're not allowed to say that. Matter of fact, don't go. Don't whatever you want. Can, can we give? We can't give endorsements. Can we give like don't do? Yeah, like <laughs> never go to this place. It's terrible. Yeah, I think the thing is on on air. We can't do anything to promote something that makes money. So we can say like come to the town centers events if they're free. Like we could promote like free right. things. Uh, we can't promote anything that's commercial. Even yeah. if we're not getting a kickback, it's just something we're not allowed to do. Hey, we learn a lot doing the radio show. I tell you that we do. Uh, so those three towns—I'd say four, but I can't remember the fourth. I could—it took you to even remind me what the three were. Kent was Kent the fourth one. No, it started with an A, and it was a little, little obscure. I'd never heard of it before. Very small, but yeah. like every town felt like an art, or every shop felt like an art studio. It was just really cool to look at. Sonia, go through. Maybe. Maybe. That's the only town I could think of that starts with an A right now. I'm impressed that there's a town called Asonia, Connecticut. Avon? Or Avon. Avon. Definitely not Avon. Definitely not Avon. Avon. <laughs> I'm going out to Avon in a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, let me end with this. I don't know what you wanted from the Gilmore Girl episode. All I could say is I went to the, I went to the three towns. All great towns. Washington Depot is not a town. Washington Depot is a... It's the depot of Washington. I don't know. It is. Okay. We, you know, we have a storage depot. So wait, is there a Washington, Connecticut? Yes. So Washington Depot is not the town. Washington Depot is like just a center? That's why I asked you to look. No, because there's depots in these towns, and then there's centers. Like Mansfield has a is Mansfield Center, but there's also a depot. Is there a Mansfield Depot? There's a storage depot. There's a store. What is Stores Depot? It's over there where Depot Campus is at. 
what is Depot Campus? That's what I'm trying <laughs> to figure out. No, Why I, do we call them these things? This, but Depot is just, it's there are smaller branches. I'm assuming there's smaller branches of a city or town because Stores Depot Campus is like a smaller piece of the campus that's not attached to the campus, really. So I'm assuming Washington Depot is a piece of Washington, but not necessarily attached to Washington. It's like adjunct. It's like an adjunct professor. They really matter, and they're still really smart in their subject, but we don't pay them as much. All right. That's the best definition I've ever heard, although I did not know I needed a definition until this moment, and I'm just going with that one. By the way, if on Apple Maps you look up Washington Depot, you just end up in some guy's driveway. This is very important, too. <laughs> the only way that we found the the place that we wanted to go um, was almost exactly what you did. We Googled it. It came up with the bookshop, and we're like, well, let's just get directions to the bookshop, and that's how we found it, which is probably one of the main reasons I remember the name of the bookshop. Um, but if you just put in Washington Depot, and this guy must hate this. This guy must hate every Gilmore Girl <laughs> fan ending up in his driveway and just like, what is going on? Apple, why? And it's probably like some practical joke. Somebody probably put it in because they were mad at that guy. Well, and, you would think you would think that they would <laughs> try to monetize it, though. Like every time somebody pulls up, be yeah. like, Gilmore Girls here. Here's the Gilmore Girl doll set that complete. Yeah. Screen print some shirts. <laughs> this this is what the show is based on is my driveway. Yeah, right. They should go all in on it. And if they're worried about copyright, just spell Gilmore Girls wrong because that would be a great hook. Yeah. Do it with like three L's. And they're like, <laughs> hey, this is not the same Gilmore Girls. This is Gilmore Girls with three L's. So trademark. So person who owns the house that Apple Maps takes you to when you look in Washington Depot. If you're having a bad day and you're thinking, I'm sick of this, you should really think about the Get opportunity. Paid, yes. The opportunity. People come to your house all the time to check out Gilmore Girls and you up here pouting. Chill out. Chill out. Uh if you actually have a question about those three towns, please ask me. This is all I've got. I've just got this general overview of what it was like. And uh, really, really great day. I would recommend it to any any person coming to Connecticut. These are three small towns, well, two small towns and a depot that are adorable. You have a you have a nice day if you go do that. That's what I got. Indeed, That's indeed. Right. Travis, thank you. I do want to go watch Gilmore Girls now. No, you don't. To see the towns and then go check out the towns to see what I can recognize there. A uh, little known fact: Pretty Little Liars. I have seen fewer minutes of Pretty Little Liars than I have Gilmore Girls. In fact, I've seen zero minutes. I just happen to know this little side fact. Side fact, the because Gilmore Girls is actually filmed on stage, on a soundstage. Right. They use exactly the same town for Gilmore Girls that they do for Pretty Little Liars. They just do it from reverse shots. So if you're a fan of both shows, now you know it's, uh, it's the same town. Good stuff. I don't think anyone cares. We need to check out Greenwich, because as you know, Who's the Boss was filmed there. We're going to check out every Shut play. Up. Uh, man, before I hit you, I won't fool with you. I did not know Who's the Boss was filmed in Greenwich. Yes. Is the house there? Tony drove from Brooklyn for a better life for his daughter to go be a nanny or maid in Greenwich, Connecticut. Shut up. So you hear, they make those references one time. The woman is talking. I forgot the name of, that, of the characters now, except Tony, because I guess, I'm, speaking of, I'm sexist also, I guess, unfortunately. But uh, I remember Alyssa Milano was in it. Melissa, and Tony Danza. Those are the two right. actors I remember. Tony Danza, Alyssa Milano, 
don't ask me what the theme song is. I'm getting mixed up with every theme song from Mr. Belvedere <laughs> to whatever else was on. All the there. 80s, all yeah, those exactly. early 80s themes, right? Yeah. But yeah, that that was that was in Greenwich. What other shows were in Connecticut? Yeah, so Mystic kind of... Pizza, clearly. If you go to Mystic, the Mystic Pizza is still there. We should go do we should do an episode from Mystic Pizza. How rad would that be? We got Mystic. Well, we, we let's let's talk about where we're filming. We got a lot of places. We're supposed we need to do Long Island Sound from yeah, the boat. For sure. That's on you. We have Mohegan Sun. We want to film from Mystic Pizza. Mystic Pizza. The the well, front step of the Who's the Boss house. The front step of the Who's the Boss house. That might be made. I'm no, not sure if that house is we're there. But we well, if, if that house is still there, we're coming to find you. <laughs> Whoever has the house and who's the boss. They're probably one of our 10 listeners and they're like, oh, no. No, no, no. They're coming. Yeah. They're going to have Gilmore Girls with three L's. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do need to make that list. And I, again, we shouldn't, we shouldn't leave it to... Uh, to just Connecticut, we should we should get out of town from time to time. But we're we're a New England show. We talk an awful lot about Connecticut. Indeed, indeed. We it's are all the, the cool stuff. That's because Millie Vanilli's sound all, sound mishap all happened yep. in Connecticut. We're at the top of the hour. We uh, had a great great time with you. Thanks for uh, hey, thanks I for chatting you, you my and, and Gilmore Girls. I appreciate it. Hey, we enjoyed. We definitely enjoyed you all listening, and we thank you for. Tuning in to the Connecticut show. Shout out, Bomb Bomb Vivant. Shout out, indeed. We appreciate you. And oh, I hope y'all, if you did tune into one of the last episodes, I hope you did get to check out the new the new joint that we played that time. Great song. I don't remember. No, it was a it. really good song. It was actually their new song. Yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you all for hitting us up with that. Um, we appreciate your love and the support you showed us through these first two seasons wow yeah we have a few more episodes for this season and then we'll have to decide if we're doing summer or not but we'll find out if we make money do we have to pay bomb bomb will they really will, <laughs> are they that generous <laughs> yeah we're, we're doing okay uh all right top of the hour this is uh the connecticut show we're gonna have bomb bomb Vivant lead us out i'm travis poppleton this is terrence abney and this is the connecticut show peace love and hope <laughs>